So we're holding in the Kladim of the Emunah that the Kachim tells the Kazari. And we're holding by the ninth Kladim, which is Kim Chafetz. HaKadosh Baruch Hu does what he wants to do. Hashem isn't forced. And uh, everything which happens is because that was what Hashem wanted. I want to ask a question about that. Okay, so just to present again the, the, the concept in the Emunah and the question. And Be'ez Hashem trying to get them to understand the resolution. On the one hand, it's a principle of Imana, and that is that HaKadosh Baruch Hu isn't forced to act. Hashem doesn't respond to do things he doesn't want to do. Hashem can't be made to do something which wasn't the plan. And if that's the case, and not, in, not even in the sense of a Be'ri'evet, that there was a Lachadchila and a Be'ri'evet, and Hashem is pushed into doing something which is Be'ri'evet, that's clear that Hashem is being a Kol Yachal means that circumstances or what people do or any other factor doesn't force Hashem to act a certain way. And that's what he said. I mean, the person, Hashem acts the way the Gutsura that he wants to. He can do both options. He isn't one more than the other way. So that's the, that's the principle in the moment. On the other hand, that means that it's not that I, well, everything that went, that all the Tsarists have experienced and all the difficulties in the world and all the problems isn't just like the very ever that because of what Taishal did wrong, so now Kilo Hashem was forced to act a certain way. And uh, really it shouldn't have been, and really it's only because of what we did, and really uh, it was only due to our own everything happened. Because saying it really means that we didn't give Hashem a choice. Saying it means that Hashem had to do what He did because of us, and really didn't want to. And that's a question, because you can't say Hashem does not He doesn't want to do. Because the Shprachal isn't forced. So then how, what's, what's, how do you understand the other side? How do you understand the, that everything which happens in the world as a result of what we did was Lachat Chidah? Well, Hashem wanted the world to be the way it was and Hashem wanted it to be the terrorists that they are. So we spoke a little bit yesterday about the fact that when people try to force Hashem like the time of Dara Padaga isn't going to be forced. There are ways that he has which, even, which we would never thought of how to how to do things the way he wants them to be. And even then, when Hashem scattered all the nations, there wasn't, even that wasn't reactive, like we saw. There was a plan mirage that there should be Shri Mumas. Just Hashem used the opportunity to, to, do, to make it happen. Now, I want to give another example of the same idea, which really you see in the Pashas that we're learning now. It's a fantastic idea. The brothers saw Yosef trying to become the king. The brothers said, you're not going to become the king. And eventually the brothers decided, instead of them, them dealing with him, they're going to make him a slave. So that was the brothers' decision, a wrong decision. That was the brothers' decision. By doing that, they facilitated Yosef becoming the king. They were the ones who actually made it happen. Because the way Yosef became the king was by going down to Mitzrayim and by interpreting Paris' dreams and by being put in the position of being in charge of all the food of the world. And that's what brought the brought to prominence. Well, how did that happen in Mitzrayim? It was the same brothers who were trying to send and put him there. And in other words, Rav Yosef, let's say, uh, in chains, in the back of the wagon, being bumped down to Mitzrayim, well, could, have, could have been understood for thinking that this is terrible and this is just my brother's uh, bad decision which made me land up where I am. And how could Hashem allow this to happen? But the Mitzrayim was, it was the Lachat Chira. That's exactly what Hashem wanted. Hashem wanted Yosef to go down to Mitzrayim. I mean, Hashem wanted Yosef to become the king. And Hashem was making it happen exactly what he wanted to happen. So, even though to Yosef at the beginning it could have looked like uh, something the brothers did which was bad, which is true it was, and HaKadosh Baruch Hu having to go along with what they did, 
But yeah, Yisrael writes on that this was Hashem's plan. It was Lachatchila. The plan was Yosef was going to go into Mitzrayim. The plan was Yosef was going to uh, become, the, become the ruler through being in Mitzrayim. And so what the brothers did, they asked him just made Hashem's plan happen. And he says it to them, Exactly what happened. Hashem wanted to happen. It was good. So we're not going to say that this was the B'diyavid and because the brothers sent Yosef to Mitzrayim, now Hashem Ke'ilu has to play the game of Yosef being in Mitzrayim. Hashem has to deal with the circumstances he didn't want. He did want. It's exactly what he wanted. And this was not only was it for Yosef, it was part of the bigger picture of what Hashem told Abraham Avinu. That you're sold going to go into slavery, and this was the way that Hashem was being Mekayim, something which had been predicted 200 years before. Being right? Mekayim, right. This was, all proper, this was all part of the plan. So as much as we look at it as an Avera, which it was, and something which caused the negative effect, which it did, and we can think about now Hashem is being reactive, so to speak, and dealing with circumstances which people put into place, really, that's not true. If we understand, if the Pesukim tells us, really, this is exactly what Hashem wants, and it's fitting perfectly into the plan. This was the end of Chevron, like David said. This was, the, this was the culmination of a Nebuah which had been given 200 years ago. Hashem is acting out His plan. His plan. And this brings us to a new death. And that is what people do, Bosha fits perfectly into Hashem's plan. And even though people have Bechira, people can choose what to do, HaKadosh Baruch Hu works with that. HaKadosh Baruch Hu works with that. And the Bechira people have for good or for bad is exactly what Hashem wants them to do. Exactly what Hashem wants them to do. It's the Pasuk in Mishnah, it's the new Oymek in the Pasuk. Kol Pail Hashem Lemaneu Everything HaKadosh Baruch Hu does is for the reason He wanted it. Everything Hashem does is to bring the Tehros He wanted. Vagam Nerasha B'yem Even the Rasha on the day that He's bad and He thinks He's being a Rasha and He thinks He's doing against what Hashem wants and He thinks He's being destructive. It's not. It's exactly what Hashem wants. And it's fitting perfectly into the plan of what Hashem wants. Let me give you another example. Another one of our all-star Rishayim. And you'll see exactly how this is, as much as it looks at the time that he's a Russian and he's, and he's, he's Kielo, doing what Hashem doesn't want, we see in the retrospect, it's not only did he do what Hashem wants, it was perfect, exactly what Hashem wants him to do. And that was Haman. It was Haman. Haman decides he's going to try and kill the whole Jewish people. Haman doesn't just decide, he did it. He wrote the letters, he sent them to the countries, he got everybody mobilized to kill the entire Israel. And once again, Israel could be forgiven for thinking, uh, this Haman's Russia. Haman's trying to destroy us. This is not what Hashem wants. And how's it going to happen? And in retrospect, we see what happened. Not just that Haman uh, got killed together with another 75,000 of Amalekim. I mean, I mean we, we, we got Purim. That's only looking at it from a narrow view. There's a much bigger view of the picture of the Nah. And that is, if you don't take Megiddo's ask as a separate Sefer, but you see it in the context of what's happening at the time. What's happening at the time was, it was the end of the 70 years. The guys will need to go back to Israel. And uh, uh, two years after the Purim story, there was going to be the deadline. The Klaishal had to go back to Eretz Yisrael. And for that, Klaishal needs to do Trevor. Because it's not good without Trevor. And Klaishal wouldn't think of doing Trevor. Klaishal actually very far from doing Trevor. And if that's the case, Akadosh Baruch needs something to make Klaishal do Trevor. So that way he can bring them back to Eretz Yisrael. Enters Haman and he does the job perfectly. He does the job perfectly. Better than any Navi, the Gemara says. Better than all the Navim together. Which means Haman comes, he calls the Israel to do each other. Thank you very much, Haman. That's exactly what was needed. Now, now, can, now besides the fact that you're going to disappear and and Israel have Purim, they're also now ready to go to go to Israel. They've done Shavu. So exactly what Hashem needed at the time was the Haman. And even though Haman didn't think for a second he's actually dancing to Hashem's tune, 
But that didn't exist. It wasn't a b'diyavit. It was 100% a chadchila. The fact that Homer came and the fact that Homer tried to kill the Jews and the fact that that woke Klai Yisrael up and it did shiva, perfect, 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 exactly what Hashem needed. And that's why as much as we look at Homer as a Russia and he was, and he gets punished for what he tried to do and he will, and he is being punished and he will be punished. But it doesn't change the fact that that fit perfectly into Hashem's plan. It wasn't a b'diyavit. It was ma'amish l'chadchil. Exactly what Hashem needed. If Klai Yisrael did shiva, Homer played the job to perfection. The only thing was, had Homer thought I'm doing a mitzvah, and I'm helping Hashem, so to speak, you'll be rewarded for it. But Hamad didn't think like that. Hamad thought I'm being in Russia. If he had thought that, then what? Maybe he'd have been rewarded. Uh-huh. He, was, he was carrying out exactly what Hashem wanted him to do. Except Hamad didn't think like that. Hamad thought I'm being in Russia, and I'm fighting with Hashem, so he's going to get punished. But as far as what he did, perfect, perfect, exactly what Hashem wanted him to do. It wasn't the video of it, and it wasn't that as a result of Hamad being in Russia, Hashem had to change track. But no, Hashem, exactly what was needed, that's what happened. And now from these examples, and we can give more examples of the past, we have to understand that that's the Mahalikh which works. That's why Hashem runs the world, even in those things where we don't yet understand why. Which means, everything which happened wasn't the Bidi of it. It wasn't when well, Hashem has to recalibrate and re- no, sorry, so re- re- re-route the world because of what people do. No, it's exactly what Hashem wanted to happen. And people don't realize that, and people think that they're making decisions. And Rabbis Machshavas Balevish, which means what Hashem wants, not just in the long term. What Hashem wants to happen, that's what's happening. People are playing are playing the role of doing what Hashem wants them to do without them realizing it. They think they have Bechira and they do, but the Bechira is the Maisa, whatever person chooses, Hashem lands it up that it's going to be what He wants. Perfectly what He wants. And all the things we don't understand, so we have to put ourselves back in that situation. Yosef also didn't understand. When Yosef lands up for, 70, for, for 12 years in jail, he couldn't understand why in the world is this happening to me. He also didn't understand why this was what Hashem had in mind and why this was the plan. It was only after the salvation that Yosef became the king of Mitzrayim, now he understood. And now he can say, Lakim Because Hashem planned this, it was perfect. And not only that, Tayshal Mitzrayim. Because I had lots of questions, why are we in Mitzrayim? And the Mitzrayim were being so bad to us and we were being enslaved. And it was only afterwards that they realized that it wasn't just the, the, the fact that the Mitzrayim with the big Roshayim who tried to enslave them, and Hashem had to come and save us. No, the whole Goddess Mitzrayim had been predicted Merosh. And the whole thing was playing exactly where Hashem wanted it to have played, and brought to the lesson exactly where Hashem wanted it to bring with the Makas, and resulted in bringing Kaisal to exactly where Hashem wanted them to be, to get the Torah. And if that's the case, it wasn't just these Mitzrayim are so bad, we have to now change the track of history to deal with the Mitzrayim slave drivers, and to punish Mitzrayim because of what they did. No, this was all planned Merosh. This was all planned Merosh, that's Hashem tells Avram. This is all part of exactly what Hashem wants. The mission don't think like that, the mission don't realize that, but uh, the Maisa, they're playing the part. And then, then we see the answer, we see the result because we see the Gola. Now, if you're going to ask, why did the Holocaust have to happen? Why did the Khurban have to happen? Why did all the other Tsars have to happen? We don't have the answer. But the Yisoid is, it's exactly what Hashem wants it to be. And the pastor right at the beginning. So already then, Chazal said that's, that the world will have a stage of Toyo, which is Malchus Babel, Vavayu is Malchus Paras, Vachoshech is Malchus Yavan, which means that was built into the. It wasn't just Chazal finding Ramez. The chat is that was built into the world. The world was going to have those stages. And if you're going to ask why, so like I said, to answer why we have to see the Gorda, but one thing we do know. One thing we do know, and that is, 
When, when Hashem created the world, there was a Koyach Hara in the world. And the way that the, that the Koyach Hara is going to be destroyed is by first, so like, all, like, like in every situation, is by first letting it express itself so that it can be destroyed. Before I Hashem Koyach the Hashem are going to multiply like, like grass. Why? Because they shone them at the earth. That's why you destroy them. And therefore, yes, being as Hashem created the Koyach Hara, so he, he, he built the world in such a way that the Koyach Hara would express itself and then be destroyed completely. And that would make the big Kiddush Hashem. That would make the big Kiddush Hashem. Because if the Ra was always a uh, dormant force which never did anything, no one would appreciate this, this destruction. Whereas when one can see how, how, how powerful the Koyach of Ra is and how, how much it was able to do, so then the downfall of the Ra is going to be that much more dramatic. And how Kaddish Baruch Hu lines up with his plan with exactly what people did wrong and had to be punished. So like I said, we don't always know that because we're still in the middle of the process. Just like in the examples I gave you. Uh, in Mitzrayim also, a lot of Jews died in Mitzrayim. A lot of Jews died in Mitzrayim. But it was all planned. It was all planned, including everything which happened. So if a guy saw the come of Mitzrayim and say, you know, because of Arab errors we got enslaved, it's true and it's not true. It's true and it's not true. It's true because they did do things wrong which they got punished for. And it's also not true because it was already promised to Abraham. And that's the same with every situation. Hashem works on two, two levels. Now, Chal explains this in Erechus and Dias Tvindus. Hashem works on two levels. When he calls an Hagas HaMishpat and he calls an Hagas HaYichud. Which means, there's one, there's one level that Hashem works on. And that is, He rewards and punishes based on what people do. And then, for, then we can look at punishment as the punishment for what we did wrong, and we wouldn't have deserved punishment if we hadn't done wrong, and the reward because we did right, and we only got it because of what we did right, and at the same time, that system lines up with the Munah which means what HaKadosh Baruch is doing anyway, because this is his plan. And then the, 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 the part of Hashem is being called Yachal is that he can learn it to us. Everything which is on the one hand seen as reward and punishment, and is, I'll be the Mishpat, I'll be the judgment of Shemayim, completely fair and deserved as reward and punishment, at the same time, is just playing out the plan Hashem wanted the The two work together. The fact that they should be Haman, and that Haman should be destroyed, and the fact that Hashem should be destroyed, and re-accept the Torah, and come to Israel, that was the Lechatchele plan. And Hashem told Yirmiyahu, I love you, 70 years time, Israel coming back, it was all foreseen. It was a way to bring Israel back. And the fact that it happened through Haman being in Russia, and Haman being punished, and Israel being Tshuva, and Israel being rewarded, is how HaKadosh Baruch Hu manages to, so to speak, line up both plans. The plan of the Mishpat, which are reward and punishment, at the same time, and Hagas HaYechod, which means what Hashem wants to happen. The Rav is not saying... The Torah itself says, it was a promise to Avraham Avinu. It was a punishment for Tal Yisrael. It was told them after, this was the Korah Barzal, which refined you, so you needed it. How do those three things work together? That Hashem told Avraham Avinu as in the word, it needs to happen. Tal Yisrael got punished for what they did wrong, which is why it happened. And Hashem says, no, it was a Kura Barzal. It was a purification process which you needed to get the Torah. And the answer is, all three are true. And again, like I said, the guidance of Hashem is, all three line up. So yes, at the same time, it was necessary, it was the good of Ram, it was a punishment for Kaisal the wrong, but they all work together. And to prove this in logic, just without proving it in the Torah and the history, and that is, as much as a person wants to do something, if it doesn't fit Hashem's plan, it won't happen. A lot of times, uh, people try things, and it doesn't work. Mm-hmm. Why? They really wanted to. They had it all planned. 
And the answer is because when people do things which doesn't fit Hashem's plan, then you won't let it happen. It's very simple. Which means everything which does happen is because it was Hashem's plan. And all the times Hashem tried to punish kill us, and all the times that the and it didn't fit the plan, it didn't work. Not everything people try to do works. A lot of times people try to do things which doesn't work. Why? Because when Hashem, when Hashem doesn't want that to happen, then it doesn't happen. What Hashem allows to happen is what He wants to happen, because that's His plan. And what people try to do which isn't Hashem's plan, it just doesn't work. It's so very simple. Hashem will let it happen. And so no matter what, what, what we, by, by default, therefore, we see, that what Hashem does allow to happen is because that's what He wants. Oh, it's a Russia doing it. Oh, it looks like a punishment. It's true. But it's part of the plan, which is why it's going to be allowed to happen. And if it's not part of the plan what Hashem wants, then He'll stop it. And as much as a person can try and scheme and plan and everything else, it doesn't make a difference. The, if, if, it's not, if it's not what Hashem wants to be, then Hashem wants to allow it to take place. The last rule, quickly, of the Kazari, which is really a continuation of the same idea. He says, let's finish the Kazari, the next point, very good. Khefti is Barak Kadmon, no is Lamadar. Akadish Barak was Khefet, so Hashem wants is Kadmon, which means it precedes everything, just like He does. And that's a continuation of the same idea. Hashem's plan doesn't change midway because of what happens. Or Hashem decides again and changes his mind what he wants. Hashem already wanted Mirosh. And the whole world history was predicted Mirosh. And everything was already there. And everything's planned. And again, it's not a Kiddush to say this because it's, if it would be something that Hashem didn't show anybody, then it would be maybe a Kiddush. How do Hashem planned everything? But Hashem showed it to people. He wasn't the only one to know the whole plan. There were other people who knew it too. Besides for Hashem. For example, the, the, the Chazal say that Hashem shot Avram Rishon, Dar Dar Vadar Shav, Dar Dar Vachacham, Dar Dar Rishav. Hashem shot Avram Rishon, each Dar, Avram of the Dar, the Rishayim of the Dar, the Tzadikim of the Dar. So that was planned Merosh, every single Dar, Avram Sehoro, Avram Rishon, Sehoro. So it wasn't, it wasn't things changed, it wasn't that suddenly uh, something had to be like reworked out. It was all planned Merosh. Certainly the Chazal say, uh, the Gemara which means he decided each dar, which Sadiqim I need for that dar, so he put them in that dar. Why? Because he knew that dar and what the dar is going to be, what the dar is going to need, and he decided it's going to be, and it was put there. So, if I recall, the plan was there The plan from the beginning was all done, it was all written, it was all shown to Adam and Rishon even, and then it's just, we're just playing it out. We're just playing it out. We don't know what the plan is. There's two options. Does Hashem know what Mashiach is? Of course Hashem knows. And again, it's not just Hashem. Yaakov also knew. So it wasn't that it has to be decided. And if, if it happens, oh well, okay, so now it's bring Mashiach. Oh no, it's not bring Mashiach. Uh, Hashem is. Which means no one can say anything. Well, for me, there's no choice because it's too far ahead. There are other options, but we don't know. But Hashem does know. Hashem does know what He's going to do, and Hashem is planned them. So from our point of view, we don't know what's going to happen. And from our point of view, to tell us, Mashiach is coming in the year, whoever it is, 5,784 by Hashem. Today, the people lived 2,000 years ago, so they're giving up. So you can tell every day, you could bring Mashiach, which is true. They could. Or they could have, I should say. But did Hashem know what's actually going to happen? For sure He did. For sure He did. And uh, it was all the feed of Hashem's original plan, which isn't his guy yet to people. That, 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 because it's true. 
But it doesn't mean from our point of view, like I said, when we're dealing with us and we're dealing with what we deserve and don't deserve, we didn't deserve Mashiach, so it hasn't come yet. If we're dealing with Hashem's plan of when he's intended to bring Mashiach, the plan was there, Marash. The plan was there, Marash. And the fact that the two line up, because the didn't do anything to deserve Mashiach before Hashem wanted it to come. That, 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 that's what we see. Uh, that's what we've seen. And when Hashem, what, what Hashem's choice is, is Hashem's choice of Ito or an Achishana, I don't know either. But whatever, whatever it is, the, the, the two will line up. And again, the Gemara says this. The Gemara says when Hashem wants to bring Mashiach, he needs to ask the Jephthah, he'll bring the Haman again. And then whoever that Haman is will play exactly the same role Haman played in the Megillah. Which means he'll be the Rosh, and he'll think he's the strength of Israel. But really what he's doing is doing exactly what Hashem wants him to do because the Hashem wants people to do the and Hashem will organize things that people will do each other. Not that the people involved realize that they're playing the actors, they're playing the parts. But otherwise, that's what's going to happen. I got it's very interesting. The children showed me last night that Iran issued an official warning to Israel be careful, we're the friends of Haman. So they themselves are claiming we're the Haman. So there you go. And the Haman, someone called the Haman, they admit it themselves. And I don't know if that is the Homer Hashem had in mind or not, but whatever it's going to be, that Homer will dance to Hashem's tune also.